Ciao, buongiorno, wherever you are, and whatever time it is in the world right now. We are live. It is the Inter Worldwide Podcast, Minuto 91, and we are ticking away 91. I'm with Mario Galliano. Thank you for joining me, my friend. What's going on? Good to, look, good to see you winning again. Yeah, I know. So we've basically got to hold on for the next three minutes and we thought we'd bring you the coverage live at the moment just so you can pretty much get a reaction to our reactions and how badly we're going to absolutely flip the tables if we concede here or how jubilant we'll be if we'll hang on. Mario, what are your thoughts on the match so far, man, as we tick down to the final three minutes of stoppage time? So far, it's been good. I like what I see, especially from a team that uh, doesn't have Icardi. Um, one thing I've noticed is that we have a lot more balls than we have. You know, we, we, we went up, we conceded right away, and then the next thing we did was get a goal right back. Big, 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 uh, a big feature for me. Yeah, absolutely. In terms of performers today, as we see Sampdoria swing another ball into the cross, headed out, we're going to be on the back foot here for the next two and a half minutes. It's going to be very nerve-wracking. I'm not that confident, but we'll see what happens. I think Nangolan and Perisic have been instrumental today. Uh, they have made their fair share of mistakes, but you know what? Uh, if you try to pick up 10 girls at the club, at least you might get one and rejected nine times. And that, that's the case here tonight with Raja and Perisic. They're trying their hearts out. They're giving it their all. And at the end of the day, it's paid dividends. Perisic's ball in for Diambrosio deal was fantastic. I'm sure you were happy to see your goat get the goal. That's my man right there. I was, I just got another off the toilet. And uh, I come off to see a goal by D'Ambrosio. And I was like, this is, this is God's gift right here. <laughs> Joe Mario gets fouled. I think. Yeah, no, it is no a foul. foul. No, no foul. No foul. Well, that's a definite foul, to be honest. <laughs> I'm just play. It's, oh, you're being sarcastic. Sometimes I can't tell. Oh, no. Oh, I'm, I'm delayed. Never mind. <laughs> so, Joe yeah. Mario takes a kick. He's been poor. Again, today, his touches haven't been great. But you know what? At least he, I've noticed off the ball, he makes some good attacking runs into the channels and is able to take a few defenders with him, which is a lot more than, say, Vecino does. Vecino has come on, by the way. So he's yeah, playing. He, he came on a couple of minutes before the end. Yeah, Mario, man? I like Joe Mario's, uh, how he adds a different element to this midfield because he has that flair. He has that attacking sense. And you could also... Uh, can also play like a, a killer ball every now and then, which we rarely see, but, you know, it's still a little bit more than what the others have to offer at times. Yeah, absolutely. I'd have to agree. Sampdoria yeah. with what might be their second or third last attack of the match here. We're just basically going to have to wear this one out. Yeah, typical 90th minute defensive uh, shell going on. Yeah, so it would not surprise me at all to see something really, really stupid happen here. Yeah, wouldn't be any surprise, to be honest. Thoughts of Frosinone coming back to haunt us. There it is, oh, oh, corner. Last chance of the match for Sampdoria. Milan Skriniar trying desperately to fire up the troops, trying desperately to get the focus in the side. They definitely need that right now. Absolutely, focus is paramount. Especially if this was last debacle. If this was last season's Inter, there'd definitely be a goal here. That's for sure. Oh, 100 percent. Would not. I'd be. I'd be ready to stake money on it. Sampdoria with maybe their last chance here. Can we keep the ball out? Corner, I think. No goal kick. 
And if that is the final thing of the match, we might actually have these points. And you may hear my tone of voice change slightly. What is it? I think oh, oh, it's a bit of a... Dalbert almost of, killed him on that one. Shoulder to shoulder. Oh, my God. That was pretty ruthless, to be honest. <laughs> not, not that clever, either. Better safe than sorry. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. At least he went for it. A lot of our players showing some heart today. Afinita! Afinita, ragazzi! We have another three points to counteract the Milanese win yesterday, and that is exactly what we needed. The heart was there, the grinta was there. I am so fucking happy, and I'll make sure to blur that one out because we needed to get that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Mario, this is the... what are your thoughts on the final whistle, man? This is the Inter that we love. This is yeah. everything that got us to to love this team from the beginning. These the the way we played the the grinta that we showed, you know, everyone put their heart and soul into this game, and you could see it for ninety minutes. Right, and we are back, boys. I hope that you guys were tuning in well for the last two to three minutes of the match where me and Mario covered it. It was so refreshing to get that win, and I have to say, I hope we record live one more time or a couple more times because the reactions will be even better if the results don't go our way. I've got a new guest that's joined with me right now, Raf from Sydney. Raf, thanks for joining me, brother. Good morning. Thanks. Good morning, mate. Yeah, it's a good. It's a, always a good morning on Monday if you can start your win, uh, start your week with an Inter win. Uh, Raf, I'm sure. I'm sure you tuned in despite the crack of dawn kickoff time. What were your thoughts overall on the match, man? Were you impressed with a couple of the changes in the team, and who were you impressed with the most? Look, firstly, I watch every game, so it was good. It was good to actually see a win. You're right. Starting the Monday with a win was a positive. Honestly, the best, the play, the best player today, I have to say, I really, he he probably didn't stand out as much, but I thought Dalbert had a really good game in in mm. the scheme of things. I thought he he played his best game, one of his better games. He was very defensive. He was bombing up, but if I had to give the be- the player of the game, I would say Perisic. I think that he this was his best game in a long time. Oh, man, I was telling Mario before, I'm like, today was the day where, you know, Raja and Perisic had to step it up again, and they did, and they took this really good mentality into the match of, you know what, I don't care if I have to make two or three mistakes tonight, I'm just going to keep going and going and going, and I'm going to grind it out right to the end. And that's what they did. Nangolan had a couple of shots that were poor, off target, deflected straight into the wall. Perisic made a couple of runs where he was dispossessed and his crosses didn't go well. But rather than hang your head in shame, rather than hang your head with an inferior mentality, all they did was just keep pressing and pushing. And that assist that Perisic had going to the byline back in for D'Ambrosio, that's vintage Ivan Perisic. That's his world-class at his best. And Raja being able to hit that ball, it's like it's like they had their world-class quality there today and they utilised it at the right time. It was refreshing to see. Mario, your thoughts on Raja and Ivan? Anything you want to add? Who else was a standout for you today, Mario? I think they definitely pulled through, you know. I, I feel like they're, they're trying to step up in the midst of... Uh, the leadership position because, you know, now that Icardi is not there, someone else has to step up whether, you know, it can't be Hananovic scoring the goal. So the other people are like, all right, this is our time. We have to do this. We don't have that idiot on the field, so this is our time to shine. So definitely Perisic was phenomenal. One of the best games he's played in two years almost. Um, I want to give a shout-out to our beloved Daniel D'Ambrosio. 
I thought he played <laughs> solid the whole time, and seeing him score once again just brought a big smile to my eyes, to my eyes, or my face. <laughs> um, and, and as um, we said before, Del Delbert was uh, was quality. You know, good to see him going uh, ninety minutes strong. Um, and I also thought that even though when Politano was on the field, not much came out of it, but I thought he had a pretty strong performance. He was going at defenders all game. He was putting in balls. He was even cutting in and shooting, which I've been waiting for for so long. So it's good to see him, uh, you know, taking that uh, initiative in the attack. Any yeah. problem with him is that uh, with uh, uh, sorry to interrupt with um, Politano. I just don't think he's finalizing play. He's doing well. He's playing really like he's obviously always puts in a shift. He just disappoints me, and he's he just he can't get goals or assists. Just he always likes that final ball or the final yeah, shot, he's, which he's I, just I agree. He's yeah, wasteful. I would have he's to. Got, I'd Kandreva, have to. If you gave Kandreva, I, I'm not a big fan of Kandreva. Like I have absolutely put him in turmoil in many times. <laughs> but I, I'll tell you now, if you play him as much as Spalletti played Politano, the guy will get a few goals and assists. He just hasn't been. Like he's just almost there, but he just—I don't know if he's going to get there, Politano. I don't know. It's hard, to, it's hard to argue with that man. That point that you made, if Kandreva had those consistent minutes, but I think it's important to realize that this season Spalletti has shot himself in the foot in terms of minutes to players. The inconsistency of some of who are meant to be our potential starters week in week out has been nothing short of unprofessional, and I think that's where a lot of the inconsistencies come from. But for the most part, I definitely agree about Politano. He played well today in the sense that he gets the ball and he's able to identify where the space is on the right-hand side to get those quick bursts of meters. A lot of the time, he'll pick the ball up and you'll blink and he's already run 25 yards up the pitch, which is great. If he had that end product to deliver, we'd be onto something really special here. I'd have to agree with Dalbert. He's got more pace than Asamoah, and that's why it was really good to see him get up and down the left-hand side with Pedisic really, really well. I think that was one of his better performances. He goes to ground a little bit, a uh, little bit too easily, but that's all right. It's Italy. We can, we can pretty much, yeah, we can pretty he's, much. He's deal passing. With... Dalbert's passing needs to improve a little bit, but the mm. fundamentals for you know a good player, they're there. You know, he his crosses need to improve. And his passing needs to improve, but he's got the speed, he's got the stamina, he can tackle, he can he can become a, a good left back. You know, he's he's yeah. definitely has the qualities. It's just about refining those frustrating um, those frustrating things that he does with crosses that just hit the stands or passes that hit other players. Yeah, those long balls across the across the field just get yeah, intercepted. If, sometimes. if he just gets those timing and that stuff right. I really think he's going to change a lot. Of, he can become really, really good. Another thing I wanted to say, Gadadini, man, he was off the pace today. As soon as Jamario came in, Jamario came in, it was, he was a lot cleaner. The passes were coming off. We had a bit more of control. When he was on, it just looked like the timing was off. With Jamario yeah. on, Nangolan looked a lot better as well. well there's, a, there's that creative outlet that Jamario offers. And what I was telling yeah. Mario. Even when Jamario doesn't pick up the ball, he makes those runs in between the channels and draws one or two defenders out with him in order to open up space for players like Raja and Brozovic to start opening up the attacking third. Whereas Gagliardini is just static a lot of the time. Sometimes I was watching him today and I'm like, I'm not sure if this is just Vecino on the field instead. 
Because if you take away Gagliardini's ability to play a pass or get involved technically, he's really just another passenger in midfield. He had that beautiful touch in the first half to Lautaro, and that's where his performance basically ended today. Um, one thing we desperately need to talk about, and I'm going to go to Mario first, so Raf, get ready for your response. The psychological impact of having Mauro Icardi and Wanda in the stands tonight. Now, I managed to tune in about 35 seconds before kickoff, and the first thing I saw on the screen this morning was the crowd whistling and jeering Icardi and Wanda. Mario, do you think the players on the pitch today weren't just trying to prove a point to the fans or to Spalletti? Do you think there was overall a much more serious point to prove today from the 11 that took the field? Uh, I think this could have even been a really like uh, shot in the dark, but I feel like the players could have been playing to get Icardi out this whole time instead of Spalletti. Um, you saw the team play with, with such balls today, whether they want to show him, the fans, everybody that they could do without him. Uh, I've, you know, it just seemed like this was a new team. Everyone played a thousand percent. You had everyone chasing every ball. The, the chances were flowing. The balls were being played. The attacks was, was better than it's been in I don't even know how long. Whenever Ricardo doesn't play, but I feel I feel like they had a point to prove and they proved it. They said we we don't need this guy, and here they go. They go against a tenth place Sampdoria, who's been you know in a little bit of a rut, but they're still a, a, a team that can cause trouble. And you, we saw it today. They were going at us left and right. Uh, they they caught a shit goal, but you know we we fought back right away and we overcame any kind of doubt. Yeah, I'd have to agree. And Raf, your thoughts on, you know, I haven't spoken to you properly in a while, Raf, for a couple of weeks. So you must be absolutely seething at the teeth at the whole Icardi Wanda situation still. Mate, what were your the, thoughts leading up to it? Just try and condense it, your thoughts yeah. leading up to it. But I want to hear Look, more. What are your thoughts on today, bro? Him in the stands, the crowd jeering, the boys that are gutsy stepping it up. Mate, he's, he's never, you know, there's no player bigger than the club. I'll start off by saying that. He has that attitude. I do respect him in what he's done for us in the past. He's definitely a good player. Um, but if he doesn't score, there's nothing else to him. And in a play, you need more than just goals in a striker. Um, seeing him in the stands today, I just thought, you know what, he's there. But he didn't seem ha- happy. He didn't. It looked like he was waiting for an error so he could, people could say, oh, we need him. You know what I mean? It looked like his reactions to the goals. I don't think he even celebrated to Nangolan's goal. Everyone was celebrating. The whole team went to congr- congratulate Nangolan. They were just all going to him like it was. There was a lot of bondage there. Like I could tell. If you, I've got a recording of the goal. As soon as he scored, every every single player ran to him like they were, It was like there was they were taking something off their shoulders. Yeah, so, you know, like- we It was just they, it was they were together the team. Other yeah, goals, see, cut the score. He. He runs to the side. You know, sometimes they've all gone up to him. But I think there's more to this story that we don't know. I think there's more behind the scenes that we don't know. Because the reactions from everyone is just off-putting. I, I really do think the boys played their heart out today. It was jagged. They weren't, you know, it wasn't a perfect performance. But I think together as a team, they fought through, you know, they fought through a really tough game against a team that was trying to prove themselves as well. I really, I'm really impressed. And I, I, I do think they, they dealt with it well. And the fans weren't too harsh on Icardi 
you are going to get jeez, man. You can't just fucking not turn up to a game, mate, and say you're not going to play the rap of the end game. Honestly, that out of everything, taking the captaincy off him was a big thing. But the, his character after by not wanting to go to that game, that's a big no-no to me, mate. He shouldn't have done that. Shows that he's unprofessional. And secondly, it shows that he's not, you know, he's not a real captain. Do you think Zanetti or anyone would have done that? No Come chance on. in hell, brother. Absolutely no chance. And I think that's pretty much the thoughts of all the fans at the moment. So we really needed this win because I had I actually read someone say it online. I can't remember what social media platform it was, but they actually thought that this game was going to be a defining moment in our season because if you look at our schedule after this, it only gets harder over the next couple of months. We've got to play Fiorentina, Napoli and Milan as well. Getting three points today was fundamental, not only for the statistical side of things on the ladder, but we need every little bit of psychological momentum possible after this one. Mario, where do you think this win places the team mentally going into what I would say is a very important match midweek against Rapid Vienna, but more importantly, kicking on domestically in Serie A. I think this puts us at almost like a fresh start. You know, I don't expect Icardi to be back. So, um, you know, it's, we're going to see who's going to step up and who wants to, to be leaders on the field. Um, you know, we have uh, Raja, who's getting back to 100% fitness. We have Perisic, who's found his his, uh, his legs today. You have a, a defense that's consistently solid. And Handanovic, who's finally been named captain after, you know, it should have been happened a long time coming. Uh, so going into the Rapid Vienna match, um, I, I feel very confident. Um, I feel like it can only get better from here. You know, we, we it's, he kind of did was a cancer to the team, whether, you know, whether we like to say it or not. You know, he scores his goals, but then it's, he's, he doesn't do anything else. So, um, yeah, I can only see it getting better from here. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think it could have gotten any worse, um, to be honest. But, you know, I stand to be corrected on that. Overall, my take <laughs> of this is this is this is Beppe Marotta's hand again. You'll notice when the incident with Rajan Nangolan happened with the, um, you know, obviously him going out drinking and rocking up late to training. One of Beppe Marotta's first requests was above everything else. You come to the game and you sit there and you support the team. This has got Marotta written all over it. Are you telling me the egotistical side of Wanda Nara and Maru Icardi wanted to show their faces at the Miazza today? They're cowards. Why do you think their social media presence is full-blown every day by the hour? They're definitely more the type of people to hide behind their social media accounts. And I think today that's Marotta's influence. I think he said, I don't really care what you think is right, what you think is wrong. You're the captain of this club. You get your ass to the Miazza. You sit down and you support and you watch. Raf, do you think that Beppe Marotta's hand was shown again today? Yeah, I think he was. Honestly, I, I really do think... Look, I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest fan, but I do think he's a very good professional and I think he's going to improve Inter. Just in the past, what he said about Inter, I just... I think he was too much. I had, a, you know, my conspiracies. But look, he's doing well, and I think the biggest moment for him was that Raya, you know, with Nangolan when that incident happened. A type of player like Nangolan, you can melt him away by doing that. But they got the reaction and the way they approached it really changed him for the better. And I'll tell you guys something: like I absolutely adore Nangolan. Before he came to Inter, I'll, you know, he was a player that I always watched. I just admired him and wanted him to come to Inter. Everything about him is like our club. You know, he's a player that 
he can go through bad moments, but then he can do what he did today. But, you know, nothing is, comes easy. Nothing comes easy, and he's that type of player. And if we want to win games, you need a warrior like that. You need a player like that. And I, I was really let down when, you know, some things happened with him, but I'm happy to see him coming back because I know he's not a bad player. And I think Marotta did the right thing with him, and I know he's going to be good for him. Too. And I, with Icardi, he would have told him, mate, you got to rock up to the game. He's all onto those ethics. You know, you can't yeah. just not show up. So... Your question, yeah, Marotta would have had a big hand in that, and um, I, I do, I do think that's the for the best of Inter. He's protecting the the club and the um, the overall image. So yeah, well, yeah, so, I don't think that would well, ever fly at Juve if if Icardi or Dybala or Mandzukic or even Ronaldo, true. if anybody did that, they would he would say take a hike. He said, "This is Juve. You know, we're the best team in Italy. We're the best teams in the world. We don't need this shit right now." Go go to go to Parma and do that where they'll they'll, they'll suck your thumb. You know they'll, they'll yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah. Look, yeah, he, he's, he matter, we need we needed that. You know we needed someone to bring in order, and I think Marotta hit the. You know I think he's a big part of this this thing of Icardi being stripped of captaincy because he noticed that if you guys notice in the last three four years it's always a big talk we in every transfer campaign we've always got all this conspiracy what's going on is our captain going is our captain asking for more money then you got his wife getting on the tv saying aguero makes this much higuain makes this much who cares mate you are the captain of inter you wouldn't have even dreamed of playing for inter now you're the captain and with that comes responsibility you can't be having your wife showing her ass on every fucking social media outlet and asking for more money. And I think Marotta realised that you can't have the leader of that club of the of our you know the boys on the field um, with that controversy. It's not it's not good for the club. It's always a bad stain. Putting a player like Handanovic, you're going to lose that social media bullshit. You're going to lose the antics of off the field. It just creates certainty. It was a big move from Inter, but it needed to happen. Icardi has got some good qualities, but he, he has trouble surrounding with his surroundings. And I think that he should have never been selected as captain, being the type of character he is and the lifestyle he has. He's, a, he's an attacker. It's just, you know, you look at our, our previous captains, Zanetti, you know, Bergomi, Facchetti, these are real men. You got this guy posting naked photos of himself with a monkey down. Covering him, yeah, like, fucking <laughs> is he fucking serious? This guy, no, Zanetti I... doesn't even take a photo drinking water. This bloke's fucking, he, he just to me, it's not a he's he didn't like a lot of his qualities weren't there, and he was a bit too young as well. Marotta's done well, I'm happy with it. You know, Handonovic yeah. is a serious captain, he, yeah, he, he's Anthony, a I got a question for you, yeah, yeah, hit me. When you saw that um, that Mark Twain comment or or quotation on on Instagram, as an educator or a teacher, how on the level of like one to like a thousand, how much do you cringe at that and just laugh at the same to time? To be honest, man, I, I was reading the quote, and as I was reading it, I was shaking my head. I'm like, man, this guy's an, this guy's a little bit of an idiot. But then, as my 
scroll as I scrolled down and saw that he actually quoted the um the person who spoke the quote himself, I was just erupted into a fit of laughter. I'm like, is this guy actually taking the piss now, or is does he actually want more fire thrown his way? I think Mauro and Wanda just need to basically take a massive, massive sabbatical from social media, but that's a lot easier said than done. So I'd have to agree with everything Raf says as well. Like they're just showing levels of unprofessionalism. But I got see, we've got to keep conscious of the time. So let's have a little bit of a look ahead. <coughs> Pardon me at the very important second leg against Rapid Vienna. We won't stick on it too long. I'll go through some of the team news and then I'll ask you both for a bit of a prediction. So the best thing about the Rapid Vienna match is that Marcelo Brozovic and Milan Skrinja will be back in contention for the starting lineup. If that's the case, then we should see a level of quality elevated from the first leg that will get us over the line. I fully expect us to not concede a goal and to go through comfortably. Uh, I'll start with you, Mario. Your thoughts on the midweek second leg against Rapid. Should we go through to the round of 16 virtually with no questions asked? Um, I'm pretty confident that we will. Um, we just came off a good win, two good wins, you know, first being against Rapid, now against Sampdoria. And I feel like that one nothing uh, aggregate that we have going for us is only beneficial because I see Austria-Vienna trying to go at us. And, you know, we have a really good defense, in my opinion. And they weren't able to get through to us at home. So now they're coming to us. And we're going to not only defend against them, we will counter them. And we will be able to, to score two or three goals easily. Because um, I saw that they had actually won 5-2 today. Um, against Hartberg, uh, you know, they five two. So they try; they're trying to, to take some attacking approach to their their coming games. But I don't see it being good enough to to beat a team like Inter right now. Um, I don't I don't know who who this team is that they played Hartberg, um, but you know, I feel like it's just it's a false sense of confidence that they're going to have. So they're going to be like, yeah, we can play with Inter. We scored five goals against absolutely nobody. So they're going to come and get a rude awakening five minutes in, and then it's going to be shut down from there. Yep, I would have to agree. Uh, Raf, your thoughts going into the ever-important second leg against uh, the Austrian side, Vienna? Look, I'll be really quick. I think this is going to be a big thing for Spalletti. He really needs to rotate the play as well in this game to ensure we, we can you know, have them ready for the other games in the Serie which is important. Um, I, don't, I think he shouldn't start Nangolan. I think he should rest him. But I do think exactly what Mario said in terms of in the game, I think Inter will exploit them um, in areas that, you know, I, I, I think they're, they're a low-level team. They, you know, they are, they are in Europe, but Inter's going to exploit them in this game. I don't see them, you know, with any threat, you know, especially with our defence this strong. If it, you know, I, I don't even think he might start Spinia. I reckon he might keep Miranda de Vrij on there. I'm expecting the Inter to easily win this. I don't know by how many goals, but I don't think it will be a sweat. I'd be really shocked, you know, if this yep. rapid VN turn it around. Yeah, so yep. Inter for the win. Absolutely. I think we're going to win. I don't think we're going to smash them or anything like that. I think it could be a 1-0 or a 2-0 where we just hold them out. Mario, did you have anything to add before we finish up this post-match Sampdoria podcast? Uh, hashtag Icaro Diao, uh, Forza Danilo D'Abrosio. Um, I wish Christian was here to to echo that. <laughs> oh, Chris, Chris will be back soon. Don't you worry. We got him covered. Uh, Raf, thank you so much for joining me, man. Anything no worries, you want to add mate. before we just go? Um, Nangolan all the way, mate.
That's the one. All right, ragazzi. See thanks for later. joining us. Podcast will be on soon. Forza Inter. Ciao. Take it easy.